0: Hey, how's it over there? Welcome to the new episode of InFocus, I'm your host Han Jin and I'll be sharing about the latest happening in Southeast Asia. Stay with me as I try to cover a wide range of topics, but not limited to sustainability, ESG, artificial intelligence, and the built environment. Okay, let's start. How's everyone? Uh, okay, hope everyone's fine during the week. Okay, now I want to give some update from Vietnam. Uh, well, there's this firm from Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, the energy firm's name is called Truang Nam Group, and it has announced that it has put its wind power plant in central Tuan province into operation and is considered as the country's largest wind power plant to date and this plant actually spreads over an area of about 900 hectares 900 hectares is about uh, 1,300 soccer fields and this this power plant has about uh, 45 turbines with a total capacity of 151 megawatts and this will cost about uh, USD 173 million dollars to build so uh, this wind power plant is combined with a 204 megawatt solar power plant to form a solar wind farm complex. And based on the reports, right, it was stated it was considered to be a, the largest solar wind farm in Southeast Asia. And it was reported that this complex will supply a total of 950 million kilo, kilowatt hour per year for the country's grid. So the chairman of Tuan province, Report stated that their province is now taking the lead with about 32 solar power projects with a total capacity of 2,257 MW and to, to date, right they have 3 wind power projects with an cumulative capacity of 329 MW Based on the report, uh, it stated that solar power currently accounts for just about 0.01% of the country's total power output And the government plans to increase this ratio to 3.3% by 2030 and to 20% by 2050. So the country's plan is to aim to produce about 10.7% of its electricity from renewable energy sources by 2030, mainly through solar and wind power projects. Okay, so now moving on to Thailand. Uh, In Thailand, we have HSBC Thailand, which has just launched the country's first green deposits with petrochemical manufacturer Indorama Ventures and 7 Eleven convenience store operator CP All. The total deposits are undisclosed, but it was reported that these funds will be used for green projects such as renewable energy infrastructure and energy efficient buildings. So these deposits, right, they actually allow companies to to improve their image, environmental image, by investing their surplus cash in projects that are deemed by HSBC as environmentally beneficial. So these companies then use the deposits as evidence of improving their ESG score. ESG stands for Environmental, Social and Governance Score. So what it does is... It helps to offset activities that are done by these companies that are deemed to be harmful to the environment and society. Well, it was reported that this Rama Ventures right, and this CPO, they are actually one of the top offenders in, when it comes to Thailand's plastic waste crisis. And, and Thailand itself is considered as the 10th largest contributor of plastic waste in the entire world and the interest rates of these these green deposits are negotiated between the bank and the corporation and the focus of such products is mainly to improve the depositors uh, environmental social and governance score and this will help them to meet some internal sustainability goals so HSBC actually stated that these green deposits are part of a broader initiative by their corporation to provide green financial product which is they consider as a growing trend in the industry and they want to attempt to direct investment fund towards developmental projects that are meant to improve uh, the environment and to cut carbon emissions. In fact, there was a recent poll by HSBC of about 4000 companies from 16 Asia-Pacific countries and this poll has actually showed that 92% of the corporates feel increasing pressure from their customers to become more environmentally environmentally sustainable. So uh, HSBC actually stated that they really want to play a meaningful part in Thailand's transition to a greener economy and help them to drive sustainable long-term growth and they really really want to support local corporations that focus more On their sustainability strategy and help them to turn their green ambition into real action. Okay, so that's it for uh, Vietnam and Thailand. Let's go for a short commercial break and I'll see you in a while. Hey, welcome back. Uh, So now let me give you some updates from Indonesia. Uh, There's a new film that's coming up, it's a documentary film and it's being shot in Indonesia set to release in cinema across the country on Earth Day. Earth Day is on 22nd April and the name of the film is called Pulau Plastic. In Bahasa Indonesia, which is the Indonesian language, Pulau Plastic stands for Plastic Island. So this film basically uh, invites audience to take a look at the extent of single-use plastic pollution And try to encourage humans. uh, I mean, encourage us to reduce uh, our dependency on it, not only for the good of our planet, but also for ourselves. So, as I shared earlier, this film is filmed in Indonesia, and what they do is they take the viewers on a journey to expose the extent of plastic pollution crisis in Indonesia. And how it reaches the food we eat and ends up with information about what can be done to solve this crisis. So, the director of this film Pula Plastic, uh, which is uh, Mr. Dendi Luxono, he actually said that Pula Plastic is not only a collaboration of producers, filmmakers, and the film's character, but it is also a combination of science, street, street activism, art, and an investigation in videography and the production team has extensive experience in capturing ecological and political issues in indonesia according to a report indonesia is considered as the world's second biggest marine polluter and it hopes to limit ocean plastic waste by 70% by 2025 and in order to completely eliminate it by 2040. And to achieve this, Indonesia is working continuously to tackle plastic crisis, from employing edible coffee clubs to uh, food containers and bags, and also uh, there's attempts to make seaweed a sustainable plastic, and some government officials have actually Uh, are in the process of hiring more than 100 seaweed farmers to ramp up production of bioplastic alternative Apart from this, right, we also have the Swiss clothing giant H&M So what they have done is they are collaborating with another firm called Denon Aqua and they want to help to mitigate the effects of plastic pollution in Indonesia by collecting 3.5 million plastic bottles from the shores and convert them into garments for one of its kids wear collections so with all these in context right the film's producer they say that they began this initiative this film, filming initiative in bali with the vision that local culture and local wisdom can be a bigger part of the solution to prevent the ever-increasing problem of single-use plastic and they say that throughout this film right they want to inspire and encourage everyone to take real action and to reduce the reliance on and the problems caused by single-use plastics okay so over in philippines we have coca-cola which is the drinks company they made a announcement of a major milestone which they have set 10 years ago Uh, it's an initiative a global commitment to empower 5 million women entrepreneur by 2020 and they called this uh, initiative 5 by 20 initiative so coca-cola announced that they have led several public private partnership with a lot of uh, philippines government authorities and including the national reintegration center for overseas filipino workers and various uh, community-based organization so what they did is they have uh they're spreading this they have spread this programs nationwide and they've helped to adopt a multi-sectoral approach to make some real and impactful solutions so they say that as part of this initiative right there's several successful programs one is the star program which targets training sari sari which is the variety store uh, owners and also there's the women rich program that has so far trained about 277 women uh, overseas foreign workers into starting their own micro enterprises and they also have the Overseas Foreign Workers RISE program which is an online training course on basic entrepreneurship and so far it has trained about 10,000 overseas foreign workers and finally they also cited the Restart program that has helped about 20,000 sari stores recover via their financial assistance and safety kits. Coca-Cola announced that they are proud to be working with these organisations in helping real changes to the lives of Filipino women and they, they, they stated that their ability to make these dreams happen right, uh, which was used and empower over 250,000 women, uh, have been made possible with the help of their government and non-government partners. Okay, so that's it from me. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey people, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please remember to subscribe to my channel. And also, please like, rate, or comment on my podcast to let me know what else you'd like to hear. As usual, stay safe and healthy and see you in the next episode. Bye, people!